Welcome back to the Going the Distance podcast presented by MacLithSports.com. Twitter's at a Mac Sports. Instagram at a Mac Sports. YouTube, TikTok, Macula Sports. Uh, episode 30 today. Yeah. Some famous number 30s, guys. Stephen Curry, of course. No way. Nolan Ryan, Ken Griffey Jr., oh. and Super Bowl legend Todd Gurley. <laughs> anyway, uh, Todd Gurley. Okay. Yeah, we got a lot of baseball today. We're going to talk about some of the big headlines plus our weekly awards pitcher player rookie also uh sam darnold trade how that impacts the draft you'll 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 catch on pretty soon here everybody yeah we got a full house today we got brett we got alex we got skyler and we got me first before we get into it i'm gonna give a little shout out to my teammates that said they'd be listening tonight so yes sir shout out everybody uh yeah we boat raced people today and bun over bun d i know you guys don't understand what that means but oh i do the people listening will know and so they didn't have to do upbacks, which is nice. Yeah. There you so, go, Chabot Baseball. Exactly. Welcome. So let's get into our opener. And my opener is the Stanford women's basketball team getting the W <laughs> in the tournament. Took down uh, Southern Carolina in the Final Four and took down another Pac 12 team uh, in the national championship, winning 54 to 53. Wow. I think it's the crazy. first championship since 1992. Uh huh. Sounds right. Third of all time. It's a W. Did you watch that game? Uh, I watched a bit of it. I had to go do some lawn work. I heard uh, when they were celebrating, a Stanford player knocked out a teammate. I don't know about that. Yeah. So that's interesting. It's posted on the ground. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, mine's going to be Rule 5 draft pick from Detroit, Akil Badu. He raked. Yes, he did. His first pitch he ever saw in the major leagues, he homered. Second game, he stole a base and hit a grand slam. And today, he got a walk-off. Very nice. Absolute legend, Akil Badu, well, for the Tigers. I don't know about legend. He's getting there, uh, but he's still got a long way to go. Not quite yet, Maglio Ordonez. Not, uh, <laughs> nope, not one of the Curtis Granderson days. Not yet. Not yet. Uh, this, this is a huge like time in the year for sports. You know, you got the baseball season starting. You got March Madness finishing up. Basketball is approaching playoff time. Everyone always forgets about hockey. I'm going to bring it back to hockey here. Sharks are on a four-game win streak. Martin Jones earned second star of the week this past week going 4-0 with a 1.9 goals against. The Sharks have a 55% chance to make the plus. Now I know a lot of you don't care. Don't care about hockey. I care about hockey. This is big news for me and my team. I care about hockey. I, 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 know, I know a couple of you out there, but you know. I care about the New York Islanders. Yeah, Skyler Sky, Sky doesn't give a single shit about hockey, but you know. Good, good news. On I was trying to get back into it, but you know, baseball started. I can't. I can't watch everything. I'll, I'll watch sorry. hockey as long as there's not a single form of baseball on TV. So. All right. That's fair, fair enough. Fair enough. Unless it's hot, uh, playoff time. Playoff hockey is electric. All right. Go ahead, Alex. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Jalen Suggs' game winner. The best thing I saw. One of the most craziest games I've seen. It would have been better if there was more fans in the stands, but. I mean, they did lose the national championship, but Jalen Suggs' game winner is one that's up there, one of the best shots in history. Funny, yeah. he, he stood on the scoring table for a bunch of cardboard fans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yelling at a bunch of cardboard fans. They, uh, you, they were so shocked that they didn't even move. Don't forget about the cameraman. Of course, how could yeah. I? Yeah. Yeah, the other team, I don't know who else was at. All referees? Right. Wait, that wasn't the game that the referee... Like, no, it was it was a game earlier, but yeah, referee collapsed on the court in the first half. That was. Uh, wait, no, I think that was last, like right as we were doing the episode last week, right? Yes. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. final. That's a late eight game, I think. Then. Wow. I don't know. Time flies. Yeah, it does. Time but anyways, uh, no Warriors sports. 
Warriors report this week, and no A's report. We're moving the A's into uh, major headline here. Yeah, we're all A's fans. <laughs> I'm not. I moved on. Okay. Yeah, me and Brett have already moved on, but we still got local ties. But we're going to the complete opposite side of what the A's are doing. Uh, first off, what which team has been the most surprising to you so far in the early? Four or five games that the team has played. For me, that's the Angels. Uh, four and one. I'm not, did they beat Houston today? Four and two. They lost. Anyway, second place in the West. Uh, Trout's on fire, of course. He hit another homer today. Gerald, Jared Wash, not Gerald. Jared Wash hitting 385. He hit the walk-off homer on Sunday Night Baseball. He's going off. And, you know, the pitching has been pretty good this year, too. Dylan Bundy has two quality starts so far this year. And... There's something about this team. They have the comeback energy that uh, the A's once had back in the day. Uh, no longer, though. So, yeah, the Angels are my uh, surprise team so far. For me, I'm going with Philadelphia. Uh, I'm now a Braves fan, for those of you who don't know me. Um, I've converted to a Braves fan. However, the Braves have won a game. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, my, both my teams are down better now. But I'm going to go with the Philadelphia Phillies as my surprising team after sweeping the Braves for the opening series. Currently down 2-1 to one to the Mets after a Dominic Smith home run. But the Phillies set up 4-0. They've had great pitching. Harper, Hoskins. They have a deep lineup. Best catcher in baseball. Rimuto Didi, who just homered a couple innings ago. You know, the Braves came in. I still think they're going to win that division easily. But, you know, getting, getting a sweep for the first series against, you know, probably a top five team in baseball. Good luck for the Phillies. Yep. I'm going to go with... The Detroit Tigers, they're 3-2 right now. Uh, we're going to talk about one of their key players later in the show. We already talked about him earlier, Yeah, yeah. but we're going to go more in depth on him later. But yeah, Detroit's 3-2. and two. How about Miggy's homer in the snow? That, that was, that was awesome. like one of the coolest scenes out of like, you know, him, and he slid into second. <laughs> well, yeah, I, he didn't know. He didn't see the people. There's yeah. no way he saw the ball out in that blizzard, but still a cool scene. Oh, yeah. Casey Mize, top prospects, pitching pretty well so far this year. Nasty yeah, splitter. Pitched uh, today, actually. Yeah. I have him on the fantasy team, so I was oh, watching okay. that game closely yeah. with a uh, nice little MLB TV. Very nice. Today's and it's not blacked out. So. Yeah. They only black out the local market, yeah, yeah. which is nice. But no, I can't watch the Padres-Giants game from I'm watching the A's game. It's just stupid. But, uh, for most, another day. Yeah, my most surprising <laughs> team so far has been the Angels as well, just like Skyler said. Uh, they're 4-2. They did lose today 4-2 to the Houston Astros, but uh, they've been playing them well, and they played the White Sox really well. I think they took three out of four from them. Uh, Jared Walsh's home run, obviously, was electric. Uh, Shohei Otani, I think, is a thing that you take away from uh, that game, that Sunday night game, with uh, him throwing 101 and then coming back and hitting a 450-foot home run mm-hmm. is just something that we have not seen in MLB history, honestly. It is like Babe Ruth. I mean, he pitched and hit and was very good. Yeah. Both, the thing he, is, though, he's not one though. He's not throwing one on one. His ex for sure ain't one. And Babe Ruth, you know, was a PO at the time when he was pitching. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, nothing like this has happened in, like, like they said, 118 years. Yeah. Crazy. It's what Shohei Otani's doing and what he can has the possibility to do in his career is absurd. I also like to mention he's also tied for the league lead in steals right now. I mean, it's only he's two, fast, but he though. he's a crazy athlete. He's fast to sell. It's. Yeah. It's mm. insane what he's doing. Fuck. They can play basketball or football, too. Maybe we can do that as well. <laughs> Imagine that. Multi-at- or multi-sport Shohei Otani. He plays, like, offense and defense for the football <laughs> team. Some shit that plays. Yeah. And special teams. Can't forget about special teams. Yeah. But we're going to the opposite side of the spectrum now. 
What has been your most disappointing team so far, Skyler? Uh, I think we all have a, <laughs> a similar one here, so I'm going to go the other way. Oh. I'm going with uh, the Brewers. I picked them to win the Central, and they started off 1-3. and three. You know, the pitching has been great so far. Burns, Woodruff, Peralta, and Hayter are all great. But they're hitting 172 as a team. That's worse than the A's, Whoa, guys. Barely. barely. 171. Uh, I think that's pretty close. Right there. It is close. But <laughs> Yelich is hitting 3 for 15. Jackie Bradley Jr., who they just gave a pretty good contract to, 1 for 12. And Colton Wong, another decent contract, 2 for 13. That's just not going to cut it. I think I'm going to go with the what's going to be the fan favorite pick here is uh, <laughs> the Oakland A's. Looking at their, just just for starters, their run differential currently sits at minus 33, which is by far the worst in the league. The next closest is negative 11, which is a tie between the, I believe, the Rangers and the Rays, if I remember correctly. All three facets of our game, offense, been horrible, with really the exception of Mark Canna. Mm. Uh, Matt Olson's been okay. Mark Canna's probably been the lone... Bright spot besides Chad Pender's defense. And Ch- Chad hit the ball well, but he's already on the I.L. He's out for the next 10 days. Ole is too now. Ole's her. Ramon, Murphy are back, but they have yet to really produce much. Bullpen's been absolutely horrendous. I, I don't even remember. Dubon. What's, what's, Dubon. Gudon. 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 I don't think I've seen a worse pitcher than will be. You know, I, I I was looking at this ace group that I'm in, and somebody sent this photo of like some... I was able to read as I was driving in the car, and uh, they said something about like Budion pulling out a knife on someone at practice or something before in his career. So he's he's a character for sure. Huh? And uh, why I think, why is he on this roster? Because if he didn't, he was going to kill Bowmel. Bowmel's life was in jeopardy. Yeah. <laughs> he's got black I see the reason why. It's like he's overthrowing every single pitch, and he doesn't even throw that hard. He's on like Bellinger. Yeah, yeah, that I did not talk with that at all. But he's on the IL. Call up uh, Jordan Wee. Oh, another bright spot. AJ Puck last night. He, he was made pretty good. He yeah. threw, I think, three innings, three plus. Three, three and third. Three and a third. He looked really good in his three innings. Starting pitching hasn't been there. I mean, there, there hasn't been a single bright spot on this team with the exception of Mark Hanna. This team's been horrible. Major disappointment. Ugh. Yep. Um, I would go the A's direction as well, but I'm going to go Brett's other favorite team. My new favorite team. The Atlanta Braves. So Brett's two favorite teams have not won a game. They're combined 0-9. 0-9. 0-9. Um, to be fair, the Phillies are good. So are the Astros that the A's played, but, I mean, Atlanta's got to get a win here soon. They might start just about as the A's. Well, they are, but... Actually, they're technically worse. Technically, <laughs> technically they are worse, but yeah. Atlanta, I'm going with Atlanta. 0-4. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with the A's. Uh, luckily, my second favorite team is not doing that bad. It's the good old Toronto Blue Jays. I think they're down 2-1 right now, but they didn't win some games. I think they're 4-1 right now. But going back to the A's, as Brett said, there's just nothing going right for them. We'll talk a little bit more about them right up here uh, next, actually. And uh, we're going to get into our next question. The A's slow start, obviously sitting 0-5. Hopefully by the time that people are listening to this, it's hopefully they're winning their game against the Dodgers right now and uh, on the way to 1-5. But Skyler, how worried are you with this team? I'm more angry than I'm worried right now just because I saw this coming. It was a terribly put-together roster. I know there's some bright spots, but there's just no depth on this team. You know, obviously you can't predict injuries, but when Kai Tom and Steven Piscotti are your outfielders, that's not going to turn out very well. 
But, you know, guys, they are a second-half team. Usually happens every year. They're going to need the timely hitting back. And I saw something on Twitter um, earlier today that six out of their last eight playoff teams were 10 under 500 after a month. So I'm not as worried as I should be, maybe. Anyways, that's my my thoughts. I'm a little more worried than Skyler. Just like they is our second half team. I think we all know this. They tend to play better in the second half. They find a groove, you know. And then they become Cinderella comeback story. You know, lowest paid team in baseball. Yada yada. It seems like an and they lose in the first round. Yeah, I mean, it seems like a reoccurring thing that happens almost every year at this point. But this ace team, to me, is a little bit different than recent teams. I depth isn't necessarily the issue. I just don't see. I, I don't know exactly what it is that's different, but there, there's something missing. I, maybe it's bullpen piece. Like, I don't trust anyone coming out of the bullpen right now. Trevor Rosenthal, who might be out for a longer time. What happened to Deakman? Deakman, he's pitched one game. He got lit up. I mean, uh, he, he's slated to be our closer right now, which I think is why we haven't used him. Um, I mean, you really just don't have to use your closer when you're down by seven. Runs. Yeah, so I like nine runs. But our lineup... No one is consistently putting the ball in play. You know, you're missing that Tommy LaSalle from last year who would give you a good at-bat. Lowry's doing a decent job at that, but, you know, you have Chapman who's hitting, like, .71. Tony Kemp, who should be a guy who's doing that, hitting 111. Like Scott said, you have Kai Tom. Granted, there's been injuries. Mm-hmm. Loriano, Pender, both guys who started opening day have missed games, which have opened the door for those guys, but they haven't taken advantage of their opportunities. Starting pitching, I don't think we have... I think... Who was our best starter this week? Bassett? Bassett. And he has a fire, yeah. right? He's pitching. Was, well, he left the guys on base that homered in. Yeah, so Petit, it, Petit a lot of home yeah. run. But to me, like, normally they start slow, but they're they're competitive in games. They're doing something right, and you know, one of the assets is missing. Right now it's all three, and it's hard for me to see all three of these getting back on track. I, I think the bullpen's going to be horrible all year from, from what I'm looking at right now, and that worries mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a sign for concern. We also ran up against two juggernauts in the AL, but we're, we are a juggernaut. We're so supposed to be. Yeah, we're, we're supposed to be a juggernaut. Uh, it doesn't help when your two of your best players go out first game of the season, and now our best first or first baseman's out. Um, pitching wise, we've given up <laughs> at least eight runs in the last five games, every single, every single game, which is horrendous. And we're not even putting up runs, so it's a mixture of failure right now. Uh, hopefully, you could squander one of these games against the Dodgers. I don't know. We will. That is a must. Yeah, it's it a is. must. But even though we do, after the Dodgers, we go to Houston. So this, the, the eighth, to Alex's point, have a lot of 45 runs. This year, the next closest is 34, which is the Rangers, who everyone picked to be the worst team. And then we'll be ending last week. Yes. And we put up 12 runs. No, the Orioles, 0% chance, actually. But yeah. But. It, Twelve yeah. runs. I mean, Skyler talked about the Brewers. The Brewers have put up eleven, so we're on par with the Brewers. <laughs> Except they have good pitching. Yeah, I mean, Loriano's back tonight, which is good to see because he missed all the games of the first one. And but yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, we can turn something around tonight. Uh, I'm slightly worried. Uh, I know this team is a second half team, and I know there's still 155 games or no 157 games left to be played. Uh. But the execution on this team is terrible. Every single time there's been an error, the run has scored. Every single mm-hmm. time there's a, it seems like there's a walk. Two out walk. Two out walk. Ridiculous. It just leads to a home run. Every single time we get runners in scoring position, they don't score. Uh, it's it's just terrible. And 
We've allowed just as many runs as we have innings played, it seems like. I think it's actually right on the exact spot. I think we played 45 innings, and we've allowed 45 runs. One run in innings. So it's obviously not the right thing to do, because you, you shouldn't have to have nine runs, ten runs to win a game. Every single time you score nine or ten runs, it should be an automatic win, and that's what these teams are doing against the A's, because the most runs that they've put up so far is five. And uh, shutdown innings has also been a problem. Uh, going into last night, I know they were two of six on shutdown innings, which is not something that you want to be at. You want to be at least fifty percent, a little bit higher. I think the league average is like sixty something percent on that. I don't know how we did last night on it, but it didn't seem like it's that good because we only scored in one inning, and I think they scored the inning right after that because we put in Gudion. Uh, mm. But there has been a couple pluses. I think Candace hit well. Mm-hmm. I think. Uh, Chad Pender obviously has played well, but he's hurt. Uh, Puck's performance yesterday was something I was really happy to see. I think it's it, it's obviously a good time for him. He looks like he lost a lot of weight. Just looks can, way skinnier than what he did when he first came up in 2019. Even though Jesus Lizardo, uh had some mistakes, I think that is something that he can actually get past quite well because his stuff is dirty when he knows how to use it. Because it seemed like whenever he wasn't giving up on runs or hard-hit contact, he was striking the dudes out like there's no chance. He's got electric stuff. He has the highest average velocity out of any lefty in the MLB uh, that starts. Mm-hmm. So it, it's obviously something that's that's working for him. He just needs to put it all together. Uh, I don't know how, what the A's are going to do this year as far as uh, buyer-sellers in the deadline. It's way too early to tell. They're only five games in. Luckily, after this stretch with the Houston Astros, then the Dodgers, then the Houston Astros again... They play the Diamondbacks, they play the Tigers, even though they are 3-2, and two, and hopefully they can get back on track, and I think mm. the goal for them should be to be at 500 when 40 games have been played. Alright. Alright, let's take it to halftime. Welcome back, Kyle. This is halftime. Uh, we're gonna start it off with uh, some sad news for me. My quarterback, Sam Darnold, has been traded to the Carolina Panthers for a six this year, future twos and fours. And at first, I was a little upset. You know, uh, everyone was saying late first rounder, but next year in the draft, we're gonna have two firsts and two seconds. That's a you know prime trade up ability. And right now. Like you know, it's trade off ability. Thank you. Maybe a bold take, Wait. but it, it seems like Thibodeau from Oregon is going to be the number one player in the class next year, and we haven't beast. we haven't had an edge rusher in forever. So, so you think you're going to get the number one pick? No, I'm just saying. saying if they want to give up the picks that they've just acquired to move up and get yes. Thibodeau, they probably will have the option to do this. Because I still think they're all a high pick. I mean, so. maybe if Zach Wilson sucks, you can take some right. All right, all right. Their quarterback on. is actually from FIU. Yes, James Morgan. He's a beast. But anyways, uh, to the Niner fans out there, and to Brett, Adam Schefter reported today, looking like they might go with Mac Jones. Adam Schefter's a liar. Let's uh, get that out of the way first for not taking You know, Mac Jones. there's always smokescreen, but not from John Lynch usually. So I, I, I feel like the smokescreen is it's a smokescreen for Kelly. The, the Niners have never ever leaked anything from no. previous drafts. They they like no one knew they want to trade to Force Buckner. The, the Niners have always been very kept quiet about what they do. 
Well, Maybe yes, well, really yes, confident. well, yes, I think there might be the unfortunate possibility that Mac Jones is the pick at three. I'm not, I'm not completely sold that that is the reality. If it is, so be it. Shanahan, I really hope you're right, but if you're not, and Justin Fields or Trey Lance end up becoming a beast, you're going to have the Mahomes-Watson looking oh, back at this, and that's going to be the Trubisky of this class. I you completely agree. That, uh, I don't know if it's going to be a Mahomes-Watson type beat because there's two quarterbacks right above the Niners that are... I'm thinking this is going to be like the 2004 quarterback class. You know, you're going to have Eli, this is Big Ben, Rivers. This is it's a, a great class. class. It's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, and we're going to take Matt Jones, baby. Two-time two DUI. You're not taking... <laughs> Kill him on, I don't think. Yeah, I mean, did. it might happen, but <laughs> I'd rather right. have Kyle Pitts than Mac Jones. Well, yeah, at three. I think everybody would. Well, I'm sorry, but anyway, you know this this trade pretty much uh, locks up three quarterbacks in a row, most likely going probably four too. Because I assume that yeah, Atlanta's going to get traded or trade their pick. Tried to trade their pick. Yeah, I think whether Atlanta takes a quarterback there or trades it, a quarterback will be taken on four. I think if someone does trade up, will be the Denver Broncos. I think that, that's that hey, Drew Lock, man. One, two, three, four, I'll be taking as QBs. I'm not sure. I, I'm I assume sure it would have happened at one point. We'll see a stat on that on some on yeah, draft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyways, uh, the most interesting part about this, I think, is that Cincinnati at five is going to get their pick at whoever they want. Exactly. They and want Penny Sewell. They want Jamar Chase. It's theirs. They want Micah Parsons. I don't care. Oh, you, they can take him. Rayshon Slater. But anyways, all right, that's enough draft talk. Uh, by the way, we're thinking about doing a live stream for the draft in three weeks on Thursday. So, yeah, make sure you tune into that. Look one. out for that. Uh, probably more details to come. Uh, yeah, throughout these next few yeah. weeks, we got to get all the technology. Yeah, live on TikTok. We're kind of stupid. <laughs> we can't go live on TikTok Anyways. yet. We need a thousand followers. Oh man, follow us on TikTok. Yeah, don't make anything. How many are we away? Like eight. Immaculate Sports. Yeah. All right, but anyways, guys, Baylor. Won the national championship last night for basketball, 86 to 70 over Gonzaga. It's kind of sad. You know, Gonzaga is usually an underdog. And this year, they were finally on top, the team everyone hated. And they couldn't get it done. I don't know about hate. A lot of people were. Most team feared. Okay, feared is a better word. Yeah, I don't know about hate. You know, Jared Butler, possibly number two in the wooden voting. That team's so good. I think he was. Anyways, uh, Davion Mitchell, too. You know, these guys. uh, not a lot of people heard of them. This you know, team's full not of, a lot of Big Twelve. This team's full of doppelgangers. You know, they got they uh, David Mitchell and they got Flo Thamba. Like, <laughs> Except what? Matthew Matthew Mayer or Meyer Mayer Meyer. He has a, he, he rocks a mullet. <laughs> yeah, he has a sick yeah. mullet. Yeah. But anyways, uh, it, it's interesting to see some of the uh, March Madness stars. And their draft stock go up. You know, like Jalen Suggs, Johnny Juzang, dude. Johnny Juzang, a beast. Oh, yeah. Any Alex. Hey. Yeah, and I did pick Baylor in one of my brackets over Gonzaga. So Very nice. I think I had oh, yeah. Baylor winning in one of my 13 brackets as well. So, uh, <laughs> hey, Baylor, get in job. there. Very nice. All right, back to baseball, guys. Uh, Nick Castellanos has Ooh. been tearing it up like Making he always does. Exciting. That's what we love to see. Seems like he's player of the month every single April. Something like that. According to MLB the show, he is. He got it in uh, August, I think, a couple years ago. Oh, okay. He went to the Cubs. He went, like, crazy. Yeah. But anyways, he uh, got a little excited after scoring a run. Flexed a little bit on Yachty. And it, was the, it was the pitcher. That was the pitcher. Yeah. Oh, it was the pitcher? And well, Yachty came to the defense of the pitcher, but it was the pitcher he stood over. Because he okay. had got hit by a pitch, I believe. Yeah. 
Yeah, so I think there was a little right. emotion from that. But anyways, you know, Yachty doesn't play that shit, so he had to break that up real quick. You know what Yusu uh, <laughs> Castellano said on Twitter after? What did he say? Well, I don't know if I think it's on a, a interview, but I saw it on Twitter. He said, uh, Yachty can punch me in the face and I'm still asking for an autograph. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah, so <laughs> there's that. Baseball's starting to get exciting again. I, I know Shohei got hit last night by uh, Astros. Yeah. Uh, and the Astros announcer... So, like, Otani was looking back at the pitcher just because, I mean, that's kind of what happens after you get hit. You're not the most excited. And he's like, well, what's he looking What's he looking at? I'm like, what is he doing that? Like, bro, shut the fuck up. You're the announcer. Stay in your lane. Anyways, uh, I wanted to – sorry, go ahead. I, I would say I'd like to give a quick shout-out to – the one good thing that Ace have done this year is boo the Astros. Oh, that's <laughs> For three well, games. The and I do that. The Ace fans. Ace fans, yeah. So, always good job. As usual. Angels, too. And yeah, yeah, I'm gonna get trash the angels threw three tra- three different trash cans onto the field last night. Pop it up for them. Yeah, they pop it up for Angels fans. Fuck the Strohs. Exactly. All right. You know, speaking of the Angels, I want to talk about that Sunday night baseball game when Otani started. And you know, I don't know. If we'll keep this going, but this is my game of the week, so I want to mm-hmm. talk about it. Uh, Otani, of course, hit 101 in the first inning, then comes back, like Kyle said, hit 151 mm-hmm. dead center. <laughs> And it was it was all going great, but Joe Madden left him in, a couple batters too long. You know the the I mean he wild pitch out. strikeout yeah. wasn't was it a wild pitch or was it a pass ball? It's a strikeout uh, pass ball. I think. It's a, it did, it didn't look like a wild. It, the, you know, the he inside did, pitch he did like it. it was pitch striking the dude out. Yeah, it probably should be a pass ball. But yeah. I mean yeah. I, I like I know this is kind of going, but you, you said game of the week, and I mm-hmm. I, I like how I'm be or it's starting to get marketed. Marked did this year. They've mm-hmm. been like, I'm a big fan when like MLB gets like posted on like Bleacher Report and House of Highlights and stuff like that. Cause that's just something you really don't see. Yeah. I know I saw Otani's home run on there. I saw Giancarlo Stanton's uh, Grand Slam yesterday yeah. on there. Uh, anytime that's that's on one of those like big accounts that mainly only posts football and basketball, it's very nice to see. Mm-hmm. Anyways, yeah, uh, Otani starts to fall apart. Uh, White Sox come back, <laughs> but bam, Jared Walsh walk off homer. It was a great finish. Yeah. To a crazy the, ba- the bat drop was nice. Yeah, he knew it was out, and it was only like three feet away. Yeah. The mm-hmm. that in itself is, is talent. All right, but yeah, and um, we got some news in Texas too. Uh, we heard about this that it might happen a couple weeks ago, and it did happen. Kyle, full capacity. It's crazy. It's, it's a beautiful sight in uh, Arlington, Texas. Yesterday, as they took on the Toronto Blue Jays, uh, they did get destroyed in that game. They just Blue Jays were hitting the ball hard against them, but uh, forty six or forty eight thousand fans in the stadium. That's and the a lot. times that we're in, it just it seems surreal. Looking at the Instagram photos on the Rangers uh, mm-hmm. Instagram, it's it's crazy. I right? believe uh, Joe Biden said this was a huge mistake. Yeah, uh, I mean, sorry, Joe. Is it smart? <laughs> no. Do I love it? Hell yeah. Exactly. It, <laughs> I, it, it's it's amazing just seeing a full, especially a new stadium like that, filled to the brink, mm-hmm. even for a horrible team. Yeah. The Rangers are god awful, but just seeing a full yeah. stadium at any place that D.D. Gregorius steps to the plate wearing a mask. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways, you know, I was beautiful. telling I was telling the guys this earlier today. Uh, you can have whatever political opinion you want, but please don't fuck with baseball. That's all we got right now. The All Star Game, but uh, yeah. I mean, I I think that Rangers full capacity kind of just proves the point that Texas does it bigger. Better, yeah. Everything's bigger. That's just how it is. Or better. Yeah, all right. The house is. Fuck, man. What you get for here is just crazy. All right. Yeah, that's going to wrap up halftime. Uh, <laughs> very exciting stuff here. All right. 
<laughs> Let's bring it back to the second half. Uh, we're talking about the team that went up against the Rangers. It's the Blue Jays. They started off four and one. They are losing right now to the Rangers. I think five to one. But is this a fluke, or is the four and one Jays the new way? No, this is not a fluke. They spent their money in the off season. We uh, all kind of expected this. Uh, and other than John Boy. Uh, no one expects this to be a cakewalk for the Yankees this year. It's a tough division. Um, I, the bullpen's great, but I still think they need one more starting pitcher if they want to make any kind of run. Mm. They've missed out on Odorizzi, and that one's going to hurt, I think. Uh, Odor, okay. I, don't, I, don't I know, know. I know. I don't know, know, I don't know if Odorizzi is a three or four I, starter in the I, AL East. I think the guy they missed out on was you, Darvish. Okay. I, I, I think if you want to add someone, if you want to make a serious. Like, World Series run, if you're yeah, that team, you, you add a top starter. I don't know if Rizzi's the guy that pushes him over the edge. He's probably a four-starter, five-starter at this point, especially after posting a seven-year already last year. Right. I, I don't think he's the difference that's needed. But no, I don't think the Blue Jays are a fluke. They spent their money. I think they spent their money very wisely, bringing on Stemian, George Springer, who we have not even seen yet. Kirby Yage is out for the year. But they have a bunch of young talent. Bo Bichette, Skyler Dink, is going to be an MVP mm-hmm. this year. Mm-hmm. Vlad Guerrero, who went opposite field home run the other night. He's looked great to start the year. Talos Hernandez, underrated bat. Guerrero. This lineup's deep. It's very good. They're talented. Possibly a dark horse to win a division. Possibly a dark horse to make a deep run in the playoffs. I, I don't think this team's a fluke. Yeah, no, they're not a fluke. Um, Their lineup 1 through 9 can all hit. Um, Except for Oscar. What? No, sorry, Rowdy Tellis. That's who it is. He started off like 0 for 12 or something. Sorry. Uh, even if he you, though. I think the Danny Jansen is pretty bad, but Alejandro Kirk, little fat man like him. Yes, yeah, he is hitting today, too, like you said. But they're not even fully healthy yet, Skyler. Nate Pearson's not even here yet. Robbie Reddy signed, I think. The they traded for last Traded for, year. sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jake Odorizzi. The Rule 5 uh, closer. <laughs> but you, you like that uh, Merriweather guy, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's uh, nasty. He is. He trains in uh, San Jose and uh, with Nick Proctor. Wow. Yeah, balls him on Instagram. Kind of cool. But uh, uh, I don't think this is a fluke for the Jays. Uh, how they spent their money, like uh, the guy said, is, is was great. Obviously, Kirby Yates is kind of a, a dud for right now, just with, with his current injury status. But uh, no Springer right now with his, his uh, small injury. He should be back within the coming weeks. Uh, Marcus Semien already has two home runs, and... The young guys are just producing as we kind of expected them to. Boba Kevin Biggio, Flatty Guerrero all have home runs. And we're only, only three days in the year. Obviously, they got guys like Flores and Hernandez as well in that lineup. Mm-hmm. And it just makes it really, really scary for opposing pitchers. Uh, I do think that they could definitely add uh, a one or two starter into the rotation. But they can. They, they literally can with the, the prospects that they have. They have log jams and a a lot of spaces because I, I don't know where Jordan Groschans is going to play if, if they decide to keep Sammy after this year. So that that's obviously got I can see going Trade somewhere. Austin uh, <laughs> I think they hold on to Austin Martin. Yeah, he, I could definitely see being moved. Uh, we could see Groschans or like a guy like Richick, even though he's not uh, a, a prospect. He's obviously been in the big leagues for a while. Uh, he started off pretty hot this year too. Th- th- those guys can get traded for a, quite a big name because Groshans is like a, I think he's a top ten prospect and they they can get a guy and it wouldn't one hundred percent shock me if they won this division in the AL East. I think the biggest competition obviously is the Yankees and they they handle them quite easily. I feel like on, over the, the weekend. 
So we got one last thing before we get to the bets and we get out of here. And it is our new weekly awards. We're going to do three weekly awards. Maybe we'll expand on some more in the future. Uh, but for the first week, we have three awards. It's pitcher, player, and the rookie of the week. Mm -hmm. uh, Skyler, who is your player of the week in the MLB? My player of the week is going to be Corey Seager, shortstop Dodgers. He started off hitting 529. He's got six ribbies. Uh He's pretty unstoppable. Other than uh, the second half of that A's game last night, you couldn't get him out. I'm going with Seeks. <laughs> yeah, for me, I'm going to go the guy we've already talked about, Nicholas Castellanos. He's hitting 474, three homers, six RBIs, only one strikeout. He's been tearing the cover off the ball. He's had a couple clutch hits as well. And I like the fact that, you know, he spiced things up a little bit with the Arden Molina. Maybe it's a little bit of a biased pick because of that. I don't know if he's necessarily the best hitter. As honestly, I'm looking at it right now. Maybe Nate Lau, who I don't know if mm -hmm. anyone's going to talk about, but he's been absolutely killing the ball. He's hit a home run, Brett. I know, but oh, Na really? Nick Nicholas yep. Castellanos. Yep. Oh, Castellanos hit a home run? No, they not. Nate oh, Nate Lau. Lau he in second today. Yeah. yeah. Castellanos, that's my pick. Don't forget about his teammate, Nate Wynn. He's got seven ribbies today. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe more. Who knows? Yeah. I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go a little because you guys will pick the different people. I'm gonna pick Whit Merrifield. Mm -hmm. He's off to a good start. I know he's on Kyle's fantasy team, and yeah, he's off to a fiery start right now in Kansas City in a three and one. Yeah, I'm going with the dude who uh, leads the MLB in average, and that is Yerman <laughs> Mercedes. Oh, he's twelve of sixteen. He has one home run, six RBIs. Dude's dude's got a weird swing. I, he's twenty eight. No grind. Load, no, he strides. He just strides back. He, he doesn't stride forward. He's he still low to the ground. You can't tell. And it, wow. uh, Yeah, I, I don't know. How, I don't think he's going to have a lot of power the other way just because how his swing is for him. But, I mean, he pulled one out of Angel Stadium, I think, it was on Friday or Saturday night. And uh, the dude's just, he's raking right now. And uh, when you're leading the league in average and you're a rookie. Yes. He's a catcher. I didn't even know he was a catcher. Well, you're hitting uh, 700. Yeah. You're in 700. You are my player of the week. Together, yeah. who is your pitcher of the week? My pitcher of the week is going to be Jacob DeGrom. Six innings pitched, gave up three hits, no runs, seven Ks. He was two for three batting with an RBI. He hit 102 miles per hour. Great game, in line for the win, but the Mets are going to met. MGM. Open blew it, stuck with the no decision, but still an impressive first outing for him. Yeah, in the, in the spirit of, you know... Everyone having a different so I'm gonna go with Zach Wheeler through seven seven innings for the Philadelphia Phillies, my surprise team of the week. Ten strikeouts. And as a former PO, I know how hard it is to hit, even at a high school level. Zach Wheeler did it with the bat too. Two hits, including a double and an RBI. Great season debut for Wheeler, my pitch of the week. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm gonna go somewhere else. I'm gonna go to Baltimore. I'm gonna pick John Means. He shut down. Cool. He shut down uh, me and Brett's favorite Alex Verdugo's team. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Verdugo. They did announce some new jerseys, though. That's Those, like, they're kind of ugly. I mean, they're trying, I feel like they're trying to do what the NBA does. Yeah, like, like the hat. edition. It's weird. Their hat looks like a UCLA hat. What are they doing? Oh, that's true. It's, um, I believe it's for the Boston yeah. Marathon, Marathon, I believe. It's oh, like, okay. I, I'm not sure how the colors were picked, if, if there's no oh. correlation there that I know, but in my opinion, the jerseys themselves are ugly. They look I, like the Rams. I think it's a cool idea that they're yeah. going to be trying to do, though, with adding more jerseys and yeah. teams. And we, we can't always see, like, the same two yeah. or three colors. Oh, St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. The green hearts. But those are spring training. Uh, yeah. 
But I, th- I feel like that's a cool spin-off that the MLB... Not spin-off, but spin that the MLB... Yeah. Unfortunately, I think only seven teams are getting yeah. these jerseys. Mm-hmm. Be on the lookout. What? Do I Yeah, we saw Okay. okay. Yeah. Alright, uh, I'm going to somebody who did something that your guys' players didn't do. Yeah. So I've got to give up a hit. Brett's got to give up a Only hit. one. Alex's got to give up a hit. Or it's... Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to a guy who threw six perfect innings, and that's Jose Barrios, a guy who's always been like really shaky in his starts before. Like he's either dominant or he just kind of gets rock rocked. And uh, he started off his 2021 on the right foot. He went six innings, six perfect innings, mm-hmm. hit by a pitch. Uh, ah. Six no hit innings. Think of a hit. Uh, Twelve strikeouts was he was just dominating the Brewers and Still I the MLB leader, I believe, strikeouts. No, uh Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole with twenty one leading league. It was Stanley Alcantara with seventeen. Yeah, wow. but uh Corbin Burns yeah. is the guy that uh Barrios matched up with in this game and they both had no hitters going into the sixth inning, which mm-hmm. I think is kinda crazy, uh, especially early on in the season with these two guys being that sharp. But Or both teams can't hit. I mean, <laughs> yeah, but I'll, I'll give credit to the pitchers when yeah, yeah, credit is due. And uh, that's why Jose Barrios is my pitcher of the week. What about the youngsters, Skyler? Who's your rookie of the week? I'm sticking with Akil Badu for all of the reasons I told you in the beginning. <laughs> yeah, I'm going with a little fat man out of Chicago. Yermon Mercedes, we already touched on a little bit. Absolutely electric start to the year. Don't know if he's going to continue at the same clip. Doubt he does, but for one week, he's been special. I'm going to go Jared Walsh, based mm-hmm. off what he did against the White Sox. Yeah. And, he, and yeah. Uh, My rookie of the week is the guy that uh, I talked about. For my player of the week, it's your yes. Mercedes. I'm not going to touch on it anymore because I talked about it quite a bit not too long ago. And that concludes... Where's your head at for this episode? Let's get to our bets and let's get on out of here. So my, or let's go to layups last week. I just yep. loading up on my phone. Uh, our layups last week, I had the Royals over Texas on opening day. That was a 14-10 to 10 game. Uh, one of the most fun games to watch so far this year. Uh, and that, that did happen. Uh, Brett had Gonzaga going in the ship. It was close. Did not happen, though, and... Skyler had Baylor minus five versus Houston, and that's like a 20-point game. So that is a good bet by Skyler. Got Let's bears. go to this week where I have a weekend matchup in the MLB with the Reds winning the series over the Diamondbacks. This series is in Arizona, but the Reds have been playing well. The lineup is, uh, I, I feel like we saw this last year with them, it, it's a really streaky team when they're hot, they're hot. When they're cold, they're just they're rock bottom and... Uh, yeah, I'm taking the hot reds. Start. For me, I'm going to take the Blue Jays to take a series from the Angels. I believe it is a three-game set. Both teams will probably be going into the series hot. I think the Blue Jays are a more talented team than the Angels, and I don't trust the Angels to be as consistent as the Blue Jays this year. Uh, mine's going to be the Astros win series number two against the Ace. This might be the safest bet in Immaculate Sports history. Shut the fuck. <laughs> I think I got it going for you, Skyler. Oh, yeah? Uh, Charlotte Hornets are going to beat the Thunder tomorrow. Ian, I was talking to Ian. He said Thunder have lost their previous, like, four to five games by more than 20 points. So. Well, wow. Ian's in Tahoe, so <laughs> it don't matter. He's not an OKC. 
Let's get to our bold predictions, and then we'll say goodbye to everyone and conclude episode number 30. But our bold predictions last week, I had the Pirates winning the series against the Cubs. They went 1-2. and two. It was close, but did not happen. Uh, Skyler had, or Brett had, that's yellow. Uh, there will be the first pitch home run to start off the season for a certain team. Uh, kind of happened. Didn't really happen, but we're going to give it to him because... Ronald Acuna hit a home run against Max Scherzer today, and that was the Nats' first game because they had yeah. like nine players with COVID, and so they didn't play over the weekend. So, Brett, yes. you lucked out. It came down to the wire for sure. <laughs> and uh, Skyler had Garrett Cole complete game shutout versus Toronto. That was today. Did not happen. No. No, that was, that was open okay. game. Well, I'm saying. That today. Not, <laughs> today went off. <laughs> that did not happen, though. Uh, Still a good it, game from him, but but he got pissed in the, in the the dugout, which I think was kind of funny because people getting mad, especially when they're getting paid three hundred million dollars or something. That's fun to watch. Mm-hmm. My bold prediction is uh, I don't know how bold it is, but it's a series sweep. So I'd say no matter what, that that's bold. Uh, I'm taking the Padres sweeping over the Rangers this weekend. Uh, I don't think Fernando Tatis is going to play in that series, but no. obviously he had an interesting interaction in uh, Arlington last year with hitting Grand Slam on a 3-0 count up by like seven runs or whatever, and their manager got mad, and Tatis just playing baseball the way it should be played with no fucks given, and uh, I got the Padres sweeping the Rangers. Miami goes into this next series with the Mets. I believe it starts Thursday. Mets are favored by one and a half points each game, so I'm going to have Miami taking the series from the Mets. I'm going to go with the Brewers sweeping St. Louis. Uh, they're going to have top of their rotation coming back against St. Louis, and I believe they're going to get the batters going. Uh, this is kind of a hopeful pick more than an educated you one. You love the Brewers. I just I, I want them to do good. I know. They, so. Because it's old school baseball. I like it. I could care less about the <laughs> Yeah, I really care less about <laughs> All right, my bold prediction is tomorrow, and the A's will put up four plus more runs on Bauer. That's not a bold prediction. Uh, I guess Bauer with the way that lineup sits. Yeah. I guess, yeah, but Bauer's kind of been a guy who's like, he's a lot of K's, but he's never really been that super good ERA guy except for last year. But how about, four plus, how about four plus and a win? Oh, that's not cool. Fine. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, they win. Well, we'll say that, so. That's going to do it for episode 30 of the Go in the Distance podcast presented yes, to you by the one and only Immaculate Sports. Skylar, take us out of here. Yeah. Uh, next week, we're going to do another baseball weekly update with the awards. Hopefully, we'll have some more football news for you guys maybe and throw, basketball. Maybe throw trivia in there next week. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe some trivia. Yeah, we should have that. All right. Uh, but it's been a fun one. Oh, yeah. Stephen Curry episode is out. <laughs> we'll uh, see you guys next week. Yes. Next week, go Jets. <laughs>